Dark Days of Dorothy Gale contains content not suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Darker Days of Dorothy Gale Chapter 58 The River Crossing Year 216 A.T.C. After the Cataclysm The stranger continued to follow the river, now considerably wider and deeper. He noticed a group of birds gathered on the other side. He watched as they flew up into the air and away. The birds were no longer following the river, so neither was the stranger. Neither was the lion. His next problem was that the birds were on the other side of the river. He knew there were no bridges behind him, because he would have seen them. Ahead of him, he saw no bridges in the distance either. He knew that if he continued to follow the river, he would only get farther from his destination, wherever that might be. He also knew he would be more than likely to get lost as well. He looked down at the lion, who simply looked across the river with disinterest. The beast did not really care where they were going, At this point, he was not even certain if it was necessary to be traveling with the stranger. Something had changed. The stranger was no longer this person, this being to be feared. He was no longer a force to be reckoned with. Instead, he was broken, and the lion could sense it. He did not feel compelled to stay by the stranger's side. Instead, It was a choice to stay with him. Now, unlike before, there was a certain kindness, a certain warmth that seemed to emanate from the stranger's body. It was a sense of zen-like calmness. It was a nice change, like when he met Dorothy after his travels with the Tin Woodman but he was still overcome with a sense of apathy toward the stranger no less. As the stranger stared across the river, he watched curiously and listened as the rushing water quieted and slowed. In the distance, he saw something on the horizon. A man on a ferry. The stranger and the lion watched as the ferryman approached and stopped in front of them. He was a small man with dark black skin. He was thin and gaunt, and every bone in his body was well defined beneath his tight flesh. He had a look of scorn in his brilliant white eyes. A black hooded robe covered a large part of his malnourished body, though his arms were largely uncovered as the sleeves were nothing but tattered shreds. And in the right light, The man's ribcage could be seen in a large hole in the stomach of the garment. He held a long sickle in his hands, 
the handle of which he used to push through the water as an oar to guide his craft. The flow of the river came to a standstill and fell silent, making it possible to hear the wheezing of the ferryman's forced breathing. The stranger looked at him curiously, and the ferryman returned with a hateful glare of his own. "'Can you take us across?' asked the stranger nervously, with no confidence. "'I can take you, the lion.' Stays behind. He extended a frail yet inviting hand to the stranger. The stranger examined it, leathery and cracked. A hole in his wrist trickled blood that fell to his bare feet. He looked at the man's other hand holding the sickle. He had a similar hole in his other wrist with a similar trickle of blood. I'm not leaving the lion, said the stranger, his confidence now restored. Then you don't cross with me replied the ferryman, still holding his hand. The stranger looked down at the lion and the lion up at the stranger, and together they turned their collective focus to the man on the raft. After careful consideration, the stranger took the man's fragile hand and stepped on. Sorry, said the stranger, looking down at his feet. Ashamed of his current course of action. The decision that would surely haunt him for the rest of his days, however many he might have left. I thought my days of being a terrible person were over. But I need to cross this river. My salvation lies on the other side of this river. And I'm not going without the lion. The stranger turned to the ferryman and with a heavy hand pushed him overboard. He watched as the man lightly splashed in the still river. He listened as the man gasped as his head bobbed up and down beneath the water's surface. After a few seconds, his head went under for good. Bubbles continued to surface sporadically. One, two, three. One, two. One. One, two, three, four. One. One. Nothing. The stranger looked at the lion and stepped aside, making room on the small raft for the beast. He reached into the water and picked up the floating handle of the sickle.
Together, man and beast crossed the still river.